With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's up, everybody? I want to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's one of the easiest ways to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting Anchor on Anchor, you can distribute distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. So everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download Anchor, the app, or go to anchor.fm to get started. And you know I'm a veteran, so let's hear some more military cadences. What's up, family? So we all know that health is wealth. And I know that a lot of people, you know, go to the route of having weight loss surgery. And, you know, some people are left with like, you know, just not knowing our choices. So I think it's very important to be educated on this. I have not had it before but I know a lot of people have and I just see so many people saying that they wish they knew certain things before they had surgery so you know let's get into it and I'm going to read some things from women's health about nine things I wish I knew about gastric bypass surgery before I got it um one the pain isn't as bad as I thought it would be um, this, they said from the outside, it is more intense than lap band. After all, they're actually detaching your digestive system, but they thought it would be a lot more painful, but it actually wasn't. <clears throat> the recovery was longer, but the procedure wasn't. Um, number two, being pumped full of air hurt the most. And a lot of people complain about that. Um, just the bloatedness, like there's so much bloated this um three there was a tube hanging out of my stomach for a week a lot of people did not know that or you had to sleep sitting up um yeah because you can't sleep on your stomach obviously five i wasn't hungry but i wanted to eat so 
you'll still have food cravings, although, you know, your stomach is shrinking. Um, seven, I get super sick if I eat any sugar. So it says your new stomach is not able to digest all food like simple carbs. So that's why a lot of people, you know, if you do that, you'll get, it's called artificial sweeteners and those foods get dumped causing nausea, vomiting, and abdominal pain, cramping, diarrhea, weakness. So that is a thing. And then nine, I have a whole new perspective on life immediately after surgery. It helped her feel more hopeful about her future. So I wanted to get into some actual real stories about people saying what happened to them. So let's just get right into that. And then we will discuss these people's accounts of their surgery and how it went for them. So let's get started. Bariatric surgery is all fun and games until you're losing this much hair out in one sitting. This is the part they don't show y'all. I just lost all of this hair this morning. So this lady had like a fistful, like a lot of hair out. And I mean, that was one of the side effects. Let's go to the next one. Okay, let's get into the topic of regretting weight loss surgery after having weight loss surgery. You guys don't already know me. My name is Joanna, also known as Joanna XVSG here and on Instagram. So if you guys aren't following me there, you guys can follow me there. And I had weight loss surgery April 1st, 2021. So regretting weight loss surgery after having weight loss surgery, you guys, this happened to me. So I was fine the first few couple of days, you know, I stayed home, I was laying in bed, walking around my house, walking around the outside, you know, letting the gas paint out. The moment I left my house and we drove by, I'm not kidding, a Buffalo Wild Wings, I started crying because before surgery, food was my comfort. I was feeling a lot of emotions. I mean, I just had a major surgery, so I couldn't run to food. And this is why I said that the post-op diet is harder because you can't cheat at all. And if you do, you run the risk of like literally potentially like damaging your stomach, needing to have another surgery because you like opened up your stomach because you ate too early. At this point, I'm only drinking clear liquid diet. So that's like Gatorade, protein to a water, popsicles. So I hadn't physically chewed food and I think that's what I was missing the most was like eating food so when we drove past that Buffalo Wild Wings I cried we also drove around and I also cried after I saw Cane's and McDonald's because I couldn't run to get something like before when I was stressed sad angry whatever the reason was celebratory um something bad happened um I always went to food and I couldn't I couldn't cheat on my post-op diet at all so yeah, it is normal to regret surgery because you miss food and that's okay. You'll be okay. I had to put it in my head like, Joanna, it's only a few weeks in your whole entire life that you're not going to be eating food. So you'll be fine. You'll survive off protein drinks and you'll be eating again really soon. So if you guys regret surgery, it's okay. I mean, we're allowed to be mad. <laughs> we're, we're allowed to be mad. I mean, we're human, but it gets better. Um, once you start eating food or like in the soft food stage or once they clear you out to, you know, try whatever, um, it gets better. And then from there on out, your journey gets a lot easier. So that was her regret food. And see, this is why I diet and like 
watch my health and my weight because I want to be able to eat everything. I don't want to be vomiting and diarrhea and blood. Like, I can't. Like, this is why. This is why. This is a reminder for me to, like, quick fix surgery. It just ain't the way. Let's go to another one. So I wanted to talk about um, that video and kind of add to it. Um, I still feel regret, unfortunately, um, at times. It's not like I'm like 100% of the time like, oh, I, I hate this, you know, like, you know, I know it's it. It's going to be good in the long run once I start um, back on regular food. <laughs> um so I know it's going to benefit me. Um, I can already kind of tell my swelling's going down. My bloatedness is going down. Um, so I'm starting to feel a little bit better. My pain is going down. But I still have regret. You know, it's. It, I think it's just part of it. And I think it'll come and go. And hopefully later on down the line when I'm more, um, when it's been more time post-op, then it, it will either disappear or be very, very minimal. Um, and that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for it to go away completely. And I think it, it, it probably will. Um, I don't feel like I had that big of a problem with like food addiction. Um, I mean, we all kind of do because we forgot to a certain point. There's something there, but, um, I definitely feel just guilty thinking that I have regrets. <laughs> and what sucks is that that's you know it's permanent you can't go back like that's it and so if you dwell on it too long it definitely starts to get to your head so I've just been brushing it off and just trying to do what I can to um like stay focused and, and take it one day at a time but um yeah I, I'm trying to be as complete like completely transparent on here um I'm hoping that this will only help like people in the future you know they'll see hopefully my plan is that they'll see videos like this and they're like oh yeah I, f I feel like that but then they see me seven eight a year post-op and they're like you know she's doing great so I'm hoping to do like a follow-up video um a few months down the line and and check in on this one particular po uh, topic because I think it's definitely like something that needs to be talked about more openly um just so that you don't feel alone hello guys so i just wanted to come on and just discuss this comment it was left on my um do i have any regrets uh video reply um and i think it's important to highlight it because it is a prime example of some people do have regrets about surgery and um natalie is one of those people that it, it it's not working for it's not gone right the the operation's not gone right i will leave her um i will mention her down below so that you can click on her page and have a look at why she has regrets um it it does sound like the sleeve that has been done for Natalie is too tight. Um, the, so the restriction is she can't eat anything. She can't really drink anything, which of course is no good. And that's not what you want. You need, especially after surgery, you need those nutrients. You need those vitamins, that, you know, to, to cope, you know, and you're also healing as well. So 
yeah, that's not good. And I have come across a couple of instances where the sleeve has been done too small, too tight. You know, I don't know the proper medical term for it. Um, and they've had to have stents put in or like balloons um, to open up the stomach a little bit so that food can pass through a little bit more freer. Um, so, yeah, there is that. Um the reason I'm sharing Natalie's story is because I think, as she rightly said, on social media, it's an overwhelmingly positive, it's wonderful, it's brilliant, it's all the bells and whistles and more. Um, and there's not many at all negative um, accounts. So I think it's important to share this so that anyone doing research and looking into it can come to a well-balanced decision um and also i want to be transparent with you you know i'm not you know i'll be transparent with anybody and 100 percent honest with anybody it you know the majority of us have no issues but there are some prime example of people that do regret it and i just think that it's important to share it i don't think you should actively seek out negatives because because that's all you'll find. You'll just find negatives and you'll never, ever make that jump. But I think if you come across negatives organically in your research and your search for information about weight loss surgery, I think it's important to take those negatives on board so that you can come to a better decision. Um, Natalie, I hope you don't mind me sharing your story. If you do, I will delete it, no problem. Regrets? What's that? Um, nah, let me stop playing. Uh, yes, no, kind of, maybe. That's my answer. Let me break it down. So, one, my biggest regret is not knowing about this. Like, I didn't watch my 600-pound life. Um, I didn't know that this was an option. So, had I known, like, I could get to say 18, 20, 22, I would have been done this. Like, my life would have looked simple significantly different and i know there's gonna probably be a lot of haters who are like oh you probably didn't need it or that's too young blah 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 they have child and teen programs to help and i just wish i went the medical route to help me lose weight or express my concern with my weight with my doctors um because i did it i never did i just let it um kind of fester in my mind and it really impacted me in everyday life and then honestly my only other regret um with surgery is that I wish I waited a little longer to um, introduce like junk food or bad food, fast food back into my diet um, because I think that's been harder to manage since I have done that, you know, and everybody has their opinions. Some people believe in moderation, which I was one of those people, um, and some people believe in completely eliminating. Um, and I think either one has their struggles. It just kind of is what it is. I also worked out like right away, and I feel like that impacted my metabolism, and so. I've been stalled and I recently talked to someone about it and we calculated and it's like, you're not eating enough calories. And so we bumped my calories up to 1500 and that week alone, I lost three pounds, three or four pounds. And I have been stalled for months. And so the understanding of food and how we're trying to actually fuel our body, not just lose weight, but, you know, learning the nutritional um, background and information to sustain this lifestyle 
that's where I'm focused at now. Like, I want to lift. I want to be in the gym. I want to have muscles. And so that means I need to eat. Not eat 1,200 calories for the rest of my life. And so um, that's where I am now where I'm switching that mindset of what I'm fueling my body with. But, yeah, those are my only two regrets. Not knowing about this sooner because I would have had it. And, two, introducing um, food, bad food, junk food back into it wasn't until I started to share my story on TikTok where I started to see more and more people come out and say that they're having the same complications as me. And it is crazy. Like, I was young. I was working out. I did everything right. And you just, some people get it and some people just don't. That's just how life is. That's just how life is with everything. Um... I've been recovering, um, that's why I haven't really been replying to anybody on TikTok, because this has been really painful, my face is throbbing, um, the, no the tube is really thick, um, I wake up in the middle of the night, the good thing is, like, in the first time in years, I've only thrown up once since I've got my feeding tube, and I can still eat, like, really small portions, like, small, small portions, because they're giving me so much, um, I'm taking in so many calories with the formula, so they don't want me to get, like, diabetes or anything. But besides that, um, it's just uh, uncomfortable. I can feel it in my throat. Um, I have to chew my food really good if I do eat. And, yeah, um, they plan on having this for a couple months, see how I do, and then I'm supposed to have, like, surgery to, like, fix my stomach or something like that. Oh uh, yeah. Thank you everybody for all the love and support. I appreciate Hey, I am having complications from my gastric sleeve. I was sleeved in twenty sixteen and I've always kinda had complications. It's just kinda gotten worse. If you scroll all the way down on my TikTok, you will see like I was documenting at one point what was making me throw up, what wasn't making me throw up, everything that was making me sick and like my story and stuff like that. So Hopefully this helps me for a little bit, this feeding tube. You know, I'm sitting here really trying to think, what is my biggest regret after weight loss surgery? Not a damn thing. <laughs> Any regrets? This is a great question and it's just way too much to type out. So I thought I would do a little bit of a video reply. So I have definitely had a little bit rockier of a recovery than a lot of people. And I'm not saying that out of pity, um, but I, I just had a little bit rougher of a road. Um, some people have the surgery and they have no complications at all. They're able to tolerate everything just fine. And that doesn't mean it's easy because weight loss surgery is not easy, whether you have complications or not. Um, but complications do make it um, a little bit more tough. If you guys haven't been following my journey from the beginning, I had a GI bleed day one in the hospital. So I had to stay longer in the hospital than uh, the typical person. They thought I might need a blood transfusion, but luckily I didn't need that. And because I had so much stress from the surgery and from, um, I guess, losing blood, I developed tachycardia, which is a very high heart rate. So anytime I would go 
from like a sitting position or laying down position to standing, my heart rate would shoot up to like 150 beats per minute. It would go up to as high as 180 when I was like showering or trying to like fold clothes or anything, which was terrible. That lasted for about two and a half weeks after my surgery. And then week three, I developed a stricture. If you guys don't know what a stricture is, I have a video pinned on that. Um, and I'm still dealing with a stricture now, um, and I'm 71 days post-op, so um, I've had complications from the very beginning, and I've had a lot of rough days, I will say, and I definitely had days where I contemplated whether this was the right decision for me, and that's just being honest, um, because I wasn't somebody that had a lot of health issues prior I didn't have diabetes, I didn't have pre-diabetes, I didn't have high blood pressure, I didn't have high cholesterol. Basically, everything was normal on paperwork except for my weight. And so I did question like, wow, like what did I get myself into basically? And every time I would think about that, I would just remind myself like, Lisa, you cannot regret something that you don't know the outcome of. And I haven't given myself enough time to know the outcome. And, you know, complications don't last forever. And I do think that it's all going to be worth it in the end. And I just had to keep reminding myself the reasons why I did do this, which is I want to be more active. I want to be able to kayak and rock climb and keep up with my friends and not worry about weight limits or if I'm going to fit in a ride on a, ro on a roller coaster or at a restaurant. I don't know, fit in a seat. There's a lot of reasons. I want to be able to have healthy pregnancies. I want to be able to keep up with my future children. Um, so I do think it's all going to be worth it in the end. But um, it's definitely a rough journey. So definitely be mentally prepared. All right, let's listen to one more. This is a great question. Because even though I do not regret the surgery... I regret the care. What I mean by that is I wish I had more resources to get it done at a better place with doctors that actually care. So, like, I've seen a lot of buried queens that have gone, like, out of the country, like Tijuana, for example, and they've spent two weeks there in recovery, and they come back looking fine, okay? At two weeks, I was still the same as day one because of everything that I had going on, not to mention the doctors really did not care about me. And that's something that we should probably get into, like, you know, the medical field and how they treat women, specifically women of color. But, you know, I haven't had the best experience However, I do not regret the actual surgery. I just regret the care. Because if I would have gotten the proper care from the beginning, my incision would have never opened. I would have never had to take certain medications. Um, it all stemmed from lack of care. When I would, even when I would go to the doctor and complain, and I knew that there was something wrong, they would blow me off. That's, that's what I regret. I wish I could, I don't I don't even want to say stand up for myself because I do, but they make me seem like I am just complaining and it's a terrible feeling because I know, like, you know, when there's something wrong with your body, when there's something off at this, at this point in time, I'm supposed to be a lot further along 
eating-wise. Weight-wise, I'm doing fantastic. But again, I can't eat. So, you know, if you're considering or if anyone is considering having the surgery, I had the gastric sleeve. Um, you know, obviously you have to go through the classes if you are paying, if your insurance is paying. If not, then you don't have to do the classes. But, you know, really research it. Take your time. Make sure that you get the proper care. You know, pick the right place. Um, I didn't have a choice in where to get it because that's where my insurance paid. I wish I did have a choice, but oh well. So there you have it, guys. I mean, ups and downs and anything you take risk on if you're you know, doing it for your help. I know some people don't have a choice, and but if you do, you know, these are the things that you have to look out for. Like, it's a lot of risk and reward. So, be safe out there, you know, try your best just to handle your health on your own. But if you can't, these are some risk and rewards for those that are considering or thinking about it. And do a lot of research because, yeah, I mean, even... For women that are getting those BBLs, like, they have had so much, you know, the aftercare is expensive, and yeah, so anytime you're looking at making changes to your body, yeah, research it. Research the doctors, research the aftercare, you know, and just think about all the things that could possibly go wrong, just because, you know, obviously we want to have a positive mind frame, but that's not the real world. All right, cats and kittens, F and Sore family is out of here.